I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's talk about the K-drama Sky Castle. Welcome to another episode of Tita Talks Season 2. Okay, I know it's the weekend, but I just finished watching Sky Castle and I cannot wait to talk about it. So, nakatali ng buhok ko. I have my water beside me. I am so ready to do another deep dive review of another K-drama. This time, we are going to talk about the mega hit K-drama and top rated K-drama of all time daw. Hindi ko alam kung legit tong ano na to, list. But anyway, we are going to talk about Sky Castle. So for those that are not aware of what this drama is about. So this was actually shown, I think, last uh, late, yeah, November. November 2018 to February 2019, I believe. So it is 20 episodes plus I think there's a special one which hindi ko na masyado talaga napanood yung special kasi wala siya dun sa pinapanoodan ko. <laughs> anyway, so this is a drama which as they say is a satirical one. So this is actually focusing on a bunch of housewives. Um, they live in this make-believe luxurious residential area called Sky Castle which I believe means uh, yung Sky which is in, di ba siya yung infamous acronym for the three top three universities in Korea which is Seoul National University Korea University and Yonsei University so Sky Sky Castle so dito daw sa parang closed gated uh, community or area ano to residential area um, this is where the wealthy doctors and professors live so it actually focuses on four residents um, the family ng Kang Wang, Cha and Wu and then there's also Coach Kim which is parang yun yung mga key players so the moms are Basically, it's about the struggles of this uh, bunch of wives na determined to make their husbands more successful in life and having or raising their kids to be as successful as their husbands. And it basically shows their their parang attempt to um, to be the best, to produce or to raise their kids to be the best and how they are so willing to spend billions of amount of won parang ganun to hire this 
um, coaches, uh, coordinators. Because if you don't know, um, in Korea, they do have this one big exam where everything seems to stop. <laughs> like the world stops pag nagkakaroon sila ng ganitong exam. So, I, and I am not kidding. You can Google it. So, it's I believe it's pronounced as Sungyun. Hindi ko masyado uh, sure ang pronunciation. But anyway, it's a college exam test. College entrance exam. So, CSAT something. Anyway, so every year, high school seniors would take this exam in order for them to qualify for a university. And it's not like um, the whole Philippine education system works wherein if you want to go to a certain school, you have to pass the exam for that school. Dito hindi. It's a one-time, big-time entrance exam and whatever your score is will determine what school or universities you can apply or can accept your parang ganon. So that was actually my main struggle when I was first watching it. So I started watching the series a couple of episodes na siya. so it was still ongoing but then there was such a huge buzz about it so people were talking that this is like a really good drama and you should watch this and it was getting ratings higher and higher every episode so I got curious and started watching it siguro nakatatlong episode na ako but then I felt that I wasn't really getting it I wasn't grasping the whole idea and I, I got bored, honestly. So, hindi ko siya tinuloy. Binitawan ko siya after just three episodes. And then, di ba, parang a couple of uh, weeks ago, na-mention na, na ko sa mga previous episodes ko that I was starting to watch again K-dramas all because I started watching this particular K-drama and that kind of had a relapse na naman si Ateño. So, nag-relapse ang tita nyo, naging K-drama addict na naman ulit, and then now I'm watching again series after series and catching up basically. And so, yun, um, people were saying, you should watch Sky Castle. And now I said that, I said to them that, yeah, I actually have started watching it, but I, I grew bored, parang ganun. And then they were saying, no, you should continue watching it. And then eventually, mag-gets mo na, and then ma-in-love ma- ka sa story. So, okay, I, I followed whatever you, na mga sinabi nila. So, I started watching it again. And siguro nasa ka-10th episode na ako, I was still not getting it. Sabi ko, parang bakit? Bakit parang hindi ko siya naiintindihan? I mean, well, nagigets ko yung whole story and all. Pero parang hindi siya ganun kalakas ang impact pagdating sa akin ng story. Kasi parang hindi ko nakik- nagigets kung saan nanggagaling yung hugot at kung bakit ganun ka-OA yung mga magulang na halos magpatayan, di ba? Para lang maging successful yung mga anak nila. And kung bakit ganun ka, katindi ang kapraningan ni Yesuya sa pagdating sa mga exams niya, sa prof, sa, sa, ano yun? Sa parang um, profile or something na ganun niya na kailangan niyang maging um, parang parang mapagpapabango yung parang kanyang resume or something. So, hindi ko siya nagigets. So, nag-stop muna ako na manood ng episode na yun um, during the 10th episode. And then, um, I started watching um, documentaries, TED Talk, 
And then I started reading about the whole Korean education system because I feel that that was the reason na hindi ko siya nagigets. Na hindi ko hindi ganun kalakas ang impact sa akin ng Sky Castle dahil hindi ko magrasp yung whole education system ng Korea. And yun nga dahil sa sobrang different niya sa atin. Kaya hindi ko siya naiintindihan. And I think I've also mentioned this before sa reply 1988 when I had a review about it. I was asking, bakit ganun katagal sila magstay sa school? Diba? Bakit kailangan pa ni, ni Son Muya magstay sa mga parang, um, ano yun? Parang uh, cram school? Yung parang may desk siya na for own learning parang personal time mo para mag-aral parang ganun and bakit umiyak yung mang- mga magulang nila Songbora nung panahon na parang sinasabi nila na nagsasorry sila na hindi nila mapadala yung anak nila sa cram school parang hindi ko siya nagintindihan nun pero that wasn't really important um, during reply 1988 so I, I wasn't really interested in learning more about the education system so next up ako doon but then when I started watching this um, Sky Castle yun nga sabi ko sa inyo parang hindi ko siya naintindihan so I had to do some research and yun I, I found out that this is like a huge deal for them like this college entrance exam is a huge deal and a lot of people that were interviewed during doon sa mga documentaries those Koreans were saying that it's actually going to determine half of your life and if yung parang the universities that you will pass or you will graduate from they would actually mean so much about your um parang importance in the community parang ganon parang it's a badge of honor for them if you have graduated or even passed for any of the top three universities so people were also asked or the kids that were interviewed were to, um, saying na parang they are forced to study so hard that they actually start to prepare for this exam at an early age parang mga middle school ang iba mga elementary pa lang nagpre-prepare na they would have this private tutors and then they have this hagwon hagwon I don't know kung tamang pagpunawas ko but it's it's more like a um, pro uh, for profit organizations or um ano matawsanla um businesses wherein they provide additional training or um uh, tutoring for classes parang ganun so in, pinakita dun na parang ang usual routine ng mga kabataan sa Korea is that they wake up and then they go to school as early as 7, 7.30, 6.30, parang ganon. And then they don't go home until around midnight. Because after ng school nila, which probably ends around 4, parang ganon, they would go and do go to those hagwons kung saan another set of ano na naman, parang school session na naman, wherein other professors are going to, again, teach you of things na nandiniscuss na din sa mga school parang ganun so parang pokpok na pokpok talaga yung mga kabataan sa Korea para lang talaga ma- maproduce nila ang mga batang to na makapasa dun sa mga top universities and ako talaga medyo na, na ano ako na nashock ako honestly 
Nashock ako nung nalaman ko na ganun katindi yung preparation nila, yung talagang pressure sa mga kabataan na makapasa doon sa mga makapasa man lang doon sa entrance exam. And now I realize kung na, mula nang na, 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 nanood ako ng mga documentaries and nag-research ako, ngayon ko na na-realize kung saan galing yung mga hugot dun sa mga scenes ng other k-dramas na napanood ko. Like for example, kung bakit ganun na lang ang pagpapasalamat sa mga Diyos or sa uh, mga santo or kung ano mga Buddha, parang ganun, nung pamilya dun sa Reply 1988. Diba? Nung nakapasa na si yung kuya ni ni nakalimutan ko na naman yung name. 'Di ba? Parang yung yung kuya do na hindi na nakakapasa parang pampitong test na niya bago siya nakapasa, 'di ba? Grabe yung tuwa nila nung nakapasa na. And then kung bakit nga nagganon yung iyak ng magulang na Songbora nung hindi mapadala siya sa scrum school and kung bakit kailangan niya pumunta sa mga parang dormitory style para lang talaga mag-aral. Ganun. And then, I also remember this particular scene sa, I'm not sure kung Fight for My Way ang drama na yun, but there was this scene wherein the lead actress was um, applying for a job. So, there were like five applicants and they were being interviewed by like three or four more, or more people from a company. And then, she was not a graduate of any of the top universities. And During that interview, so it's like a group interview, all the other grad applicants that were from other countries or parang nag-graduate from other countries or from the top universities, they were all asked certain questions pertaining to the job and parang ganon, parang the people that were interviewing were asking them questions. But this part, this lead actress who did not graduate from any of the top universities was never asked at all. Parang ganun. And she was actually saying na parang after how many interviews, parang sinabi niya, bakit nyo malang ako tinatanong ng kung anong mga questions, parang ganun. Na hindi nyo malang pinag, parang pinapansin yung resume ko, na parang wala daw siya doon. And not not those exact words, but, <laughs> exact words, but parang, parang ganun yung thought na sinabi niya. And yun nga, dahil sabi din dun sa documentary na napanood ko na parang meron daw talaga ng mga companies na they would um, line up all the resumes on the on a table lahat ng mga nasa top universities nasa table and all the other applicants that came from other universities that were not the top ones nasa floor lang parang hin- na, papunta na sa trash bin so they did not even look on the whole other information once na nakita nila that you did not come from any of the top universities you basically have no chance at all for an interview so ganun katinde so when i started realizing this that's when everything falls into place na kung bakit si Park Chinye, eh talagang amazing dun sa doctors diba parang yung si yung character ni Kim Bokjo ikaw pa rin maalala yung name niya. Anyway, uh, Lee, <laughs> nakalimutan ko. Anyway, 
si, si Kim Bokju parang sabi niya, pa, paano nakapunta yan dito? Paano nung nakapasa sa residency dito sa university hospital na to? Itong taong to na hindi malang nakagraduate sa mga top universities, diba? Parang sa provinces lang ata si, si Park Chin Yin nung nakagraduate, diba? So, doon ko na nag-gets kung bakit ganun yung mga hugot ng mga writers and bakit parang laging ang, ang nagiging theme ng mga um, movies recently is more like a struggle na may hirap versus sa mga table. Kasi if you are someone like an international fan and you're watching Learning Korea through K-dramas, you are painted a world wherein what you see is that it's it's like a bed of roses na parang people in Korea pag mahirap ka you still have a chance of marrying a table or someone wealthy and that yun parang lahat may parang lahat nagiging okay may struggle sa simula but then you eventually nagiging okay parang ganun so yun yung pumapasok sa utak mo na ah okay ang ganda sa Korea parang ganun so now nagigets ko na that Korea is actually not Um, parang hindi siya ganun ka-perfect and it's like any other country there were there's competitive competition between applicants fresh grads diba? parang it's a competitive world and it's just so sad that yun nga yung nangyayari sa mga kabataan na they are put into this they are given this enormous pressure ng family nila. Lalo na if for example, sabi doon sa parang batang in-interview na he ran away from his family and is actually living in parang a shelter ng mga ta- mga kabataan nag silayasan sa manggula sa pamilya nila because of the enormous pressure na makapasa sa mga um, school ng ganito. Sinabi niya doon na parang lumayas siya kasi hindi niya nakain yung pressure ng lolo niya because the lolo graduated from Seoul National University and he wants it to be continued by his apo. So, yun. Parang hindi niya na nakayanan and then instead of taking his lives, his life, lives, his life, parang lumayas na lang siya. And sadly, yun nga, yung parang nangyayari is that because of the pressure, Um, Korea is actually one of the highest um, numbers in terms of teenage suicide, and most of them are all most of them are related to the enormous pressure during asapagdating sa college entrance exam. So the the whole story of this Sky Castle revolves on it, and I believe that's actually why this is such a huge drama. Aside sa napakagandang cinematography, oh my god, I cannot stop praising this drama. Parang, parang everything is perfect pagdating niya sa, pag, sa cinematography, yung lighting, yung ang, ang ganda, editing-wise, ah, oh, hindi ko, ang ganda. <laughs> Sabi ko sa inyo, hindi ko matigilan magsabi ng ang ganda eh. Ang ganda niya talaga kasi pag pinupost ko nga siya, yung parang abruptly ko, papost ko lang siya. Ang ganda pa rin ng register sa screen nung parang mga kuha na parang from the side, yung wide angle, yung close up, yung parang nasa gilid lang siya na may vase or parang crystal or silhouette or reflection. Ay! Oh my gosh! Ang ganda! Ang ganda talaga. Anyway, So, yun. Um, 
ano nga ba sinasabi ko? Parang, <laughs> nawala ako ah. Nawala ako. So, yun, nung pinanood ko siya, tapos na-realize ko na hindi siya big-budgeted. Diba? Hindi siya big-budgeted. Wala siyang mga involved na mga big stars. Wala si Nagongyu. Walang mga guapo or mga gandang mga superstars ng Korea. This is bunch of Ajusi and Ajuma na nakikita natin sa all other dramas na pinapanood natin doon. Di ba sila yung mga tatay, yung mga tito, yung mga secretary, mga kanang kamay, ng mga magulang, parang ganun, di ba? Yun yung mga roles nito. But then, nagsama-sama sila in a not so big budgeted move uh, series, di ba? Hindi nga siya si- taken from any other country, eh, di ba? They were just parang two, three locations lang sila, di ba? Yung Sky Castle, yung hospital, and then yung school. Parang ganun lang yung nagiging takbo ng si- location nila. nila. So, di ba parang mapapaisip ka, bakit talaga siya naging top? And I think that's because of the whole story. Kasi it's a one of its kind. I don't think there's any K-drama. I keep on thinking kung may K-drama pa ba na mas parang close to it na yung topic parang halos ganun maybe may mga iba na nagpapakita ng struggle ng mga kabataan and then yung struggle na makapasa sa mga entrance exam but not really like a whole drama series dedicated to it I think that's why naging hit siya and it's so amazing kasi parang The whole drama was talking about education and and how complex, how complicated the pressure of it. But it's it was so well written for me. Kasi napakaganda nung um naging takbo ng story na parang every episode nagiging maganda talaga parang hindi mo mapigilan eh, hindi mo pigilan mag-ask for more, more and more episode, di ba? Siguro naging slow lang talaga siya sa akin sa simula because yun nga, hindi ko alam kung ga, na ganun katindi yung um, yung pressure yung sa edu- Korean education system nila. Parang wala kong idea at all, di ba? Kasi nga, I grew up in a different type of community and I guess, yun nga sabi ko sa previous episode ko which, which is really more dedicated on the whole education system. Um, I grew up in a family wherein I was never pressured for to study well. It was more of a personal goal, but my parents were never even close to any of the characters. Na talagang oh magaral ka, oh magano ka. No, it was it was my own um, goal. Na makapasa, na mangkaganito, ganon And yeah, so if you want to learn more about whatever all I, I have talked about that uh, on a different um, episode so just check that out so anyway moving on so um characters were well written um i would say the moms are very well written um napakaganda ng mga build up ng characters i just have maybe a few characters na medyo may pagka um medyo loose para sa akin So, first one is Coach Kim. And, so, Coach Kim is the... Ano yun? Um, she is the... Uh, co- exam coordinator? Parang ganun. So, 
Coach Kim was m- more of the person, para siya yung villainess, para ganun. But if you think about it, she was actually not really the villain. It was the greed of all the moms na maibigay, maging top yung mga anak nila. And she was just acting on it. But, you know, <laughs> ang lalim. Anyway, so, uh, medyo nagiging loose lang sa akin yung character niya because when her backstory was slowly being shown or parang nire-reveal, I was actually more of thinking na yung husband niya, yun yung parang naging katulad ng mga moms nung sa Sky Castle na that was pressuring their kid to be the best and then um, dahil nga doon nagkaroon ng aksidente that caused their child to be um, um, ano ba yun? na comatose and then eventually had some brain damage that affected her uh, growth parang ganun and I was actually thinking na siya yung mom na yung husband niya yung cause ng ganun and that that's why she's taking revenge on any other person na katulad ng husband niya because gusto niya ma-realize niya ng mga moms na yun or ng mga parents na yun na na they are actually ruining the lives of their kids dahil sa pressure na ginagawa nila. And as it turns out, siya yung katulad talaga ng mga moms. And because of her, kaya hiniwalayan siya ng asawa niya and nangyari yung aksidente. So, medyo na ano lang ako na I would say it would have made sense even more sense parang ganoon kung kung nagkabaliktad yung situation niya at yung husband niya doon sa series pero i guess that that also made sense na ganoon yung ginagawa niya when she said that she is doing this because this family uh this families were yung parang binigyan na sila ng 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 wealth ng prestige in life ng, ng title or ng ganun and she doesn't want to add um, more to them and solidifying their castle parang ganun so that's why she is um, parang in underhand or ano ba tawag dun yung parang patagunin lang patagun yung sinisira yung family parang ganun so nung sinabi niya yun parang parang nag made sense na sa akin but I guess medyo nagkakaroon lang ako ng conflict accepting na ganun yung naging turn out niya na kumbaga nangyari na nga sa kanya yung sa, fami- sa family niya nakita niya na yung naging outcome ng pagiging ng pagpe-pressure niya sa anak niya to be the next Einstein na parang ganun tapos diba parang anyway maybe it's just me anyway Uh, and the other character na medyo torn talaga ako whether to love her to ha- or to hate her it's Kim Hyena yung di ba yung parang um, uh, ano to yung anak ni Professor Kang sa ibang babae sa so first love niya medyo na ano lang ako sa character niya because if you think about it Kim Hyena is an underdog and we Filipinos love underdog di ba yung mahirap pero nag nagse-struggle may sakit yung an- ang nanay di ba pero she is at, still at the top of her class parang ganun you wanted to love her because of all the uh, the problems na, na kinakaharap niya and how she is still managing to be strong and all blah 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 pero 
when she started to act out nung nasa bahay na sila ni na Professor Kim and if Professor Kang and the maid was saying na ganito nga po yung ugali nitong babaeng to na parang pag wala kayo eh parang may ari siya ng bahay and parang di ba nagwala siya one time pinagtatapon yung dala niyang pagkain dahil bumaba yung maid dun sa room ni, ni Kim Yena nung wala siya parang ganun tapos nung ginamit din niya si Wojo para yung parang di ba parang hindi naman pala niya mahal pero ginamit niya lang para pagselosin si Kesuya parang medyo ah hindi ko alam kung magaga ma, maawa ba ako sa kanya na ganun yung nangyari sa kanya sa buhay niya and or magagalit ba ako or isipin ko bang buti nga sa iyo di ba parang karma mo yan hindi, hindi ko alam. <laughs> Torn talaga ako dun. And siguro nung nangyari na nga yung sa kanya yung aksidente niya, um, talagang napaisip talaga ako. Na sa, sa, ang nasa isip ko lang nun is patay kang bata ka, si Dr. Si Dr. Kang. Nung di ba nung pinaalis niya si Kim Yena dun sa operating room para ipasok niya yung, pamang, or yung apo nung president tong hospital. Parang nasa isip ko, patay kang bata ka iiyak ka mamaya and yun na nga <laughs> diba? so parang nung sinasabi na hindi malang natawag ni Kim Yena na daddy or papa yung, yung tatay niya diba parang dun medyo nabibreak yung puso ko pero pag naalala ko na naman yung mga pinanggagawa niya diba lalo na nung birthday ni, ni Woju yan na bata anyway Nung di ba yung parang sinabi niya na parang hindi ako kasing bored mo sa buhay na parang ganun na parang ah oh, this bitch parang ganun anyway so yun sila lang naman yung dalawang torn characters and aside from them medyo nalalak lang ako sa build up ng backstory ni Mr. Joe yung kanang kamay ni Coach Kim kasi if you think about it di ba nung sa last episode and yung parang nahuli, hinuhuli na si Coach Kim. He was so loyal na hindi siya umalis to save himself. He remained with her and yun nga, sinamahan siya hanggang sa mahuli silang dalawa. And I was thinking, where is this loyalty coming from? Diba? Although may mention niya na it was all thanks to Coach Kim na kundi dahil sa sinalba niya, si si Mr. Joe from being addict in US diba hindi siya magiging ganun but, but still hindi ko alam kung kung saan nanggagaling yung, yung loyalty na yun kasi yung pinakita lang na parang encounter nila sa past is that etong si Mr. Joe ang nagputol ng brake fluid dun sa car nung asawa ni Coach Kim na naging dahilan ng pagiging ng aksidente and then Pinakita lang doon na parang binigyan niya ng pera si, si Mr. Joe but there was not enough um, laid out backstory that would you know parang ma 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 explain yeah so there was nothing there was not enough that would explain why he is so loyal with Coach Kim di ba kasi kung pera pera lang yan di ba kung ginagamit niya lang yung for prestige di ba nang binigyan siya ng napakagandang apartment or condo kung baga sa isip lang niya nun is, sa isip ko is that 
pera yung dahilan kung bakit hindi niya sinuplong si Coach Kim sa ginawa niya kay Hiena. But, yeah, I guess that was lacking. So, dun, yung character lang na yun, yung medyo nanghihina ako. I mean, nanghihinayang ako. <laughs> nanghihina. Nanghihinayang ako na hindi talaga na-build up ng maganda. And pagdating naman sa mga tatay, sa mga doctors and professors, I have no issue with them. I mean, everyone is so good. And yung pamilya ni na Wu, yung mga Wu family ba yun? Sina Ji Jin Hei, ba yung chismosa ng bayan, ba? <laughs> Ang ganda. Ang ganda ng build-up nun. And notice it when the first episode was still... Uh, yun, yun sa first episode pa lang. Pinakita dun, ba sa... sa parang um, set na mga bahay, kumbaga, sa room ng mga pa- families, that is actually a good way to depict or to show the, the relationship of the couples. Diba? Yung, fami- yung family ng Kang and ang family ng mga cha, ng professor cha, yung husband and wife, they have separate beds. So, it signifies for me that they have a distant relationship and pagdating naman sa mga family ni na Professor Wang and Professor Wu, diba? They, the couples have just one bed, diba? So, wala lang. Medyo na-pick up ko lang na parang, ah, ang ganda, ang ganda talaga nitang ano na to. Nang, nang pagkakaisip nun. Anyway. Anyway. Um, pagdating sa mga tatay, I actually have no... Um, parang hindi naman sila ganun sa lacking, hindi rin naman ganun kabig. But, I just am relieved na hindi nagkapalit yung character, yung actors na nagplay as Dr. Kang and Dr. Wang. Because si Choi Hun Yong, yung Professor Wang, yung tatay ni Nawujia, tatay ni Mujia, <laughs> inis na inis ako dyan sa sa ano na yan. Kasi ilang drama na yung pinanood ko na palagi siyang kontrabida. Na palagi siya yung buisit na buisit na evil mind. Diba? Sa oh, uh, mis- oh the Mysterious. Tapos sa Mad Dog. Kung hindi nyo pa napapanood yun. Um, I would suggest oh, oh the Mysterious. But anyway, yun. Parang diba nakakainis yung mga role niya doon. And fortunately, hindi sila nagkapalit ni ni Professor Kang. Kasi si, iniisip ko, kung nagkapalit sila, baka talagang mag-stick na sa utak ko na itong actor na to ang palaging villain on any other drama series na pwede niyang labasan. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, um, I was fine. I'm, a, I'm fine with the, ano, with the characters ng mga tatay. Sa kids naman, I would say they're okay anyway. Um, I just guess medyo hindi ako ganun kabilis ma, ma, ma ano yung karakter nung mga, nung kambal um, nahihirapan lang ako kasi halos magkamuka si Wujia tapos si sino yun yung, yung panganay na kambal uh, si Cha Sejun yung medyo mabait diba kasi halos parang mag, parehong malumana yung itsura nila na, anyway Eh, ko kung ako lang yun, pero dun medyo hindi nag-stick yung character niya dahil nga medyo hawig siya kay Wujia. And Wujia, if you think about it, is more of a bigger star sa sa drama neto. So, 
yun, yun lang yung comment ko pagdating sa mga characters ng kids. But overall, ang kagaling. Ang kagaling ng mga batang to. Diba? Yung sina Yebe na, sina Yesaya, diba? Ang galing. Ang galing mag-arte. And, okay. So, that's it for the characters. Um, what else? Sa story-wise, ang ganda lang ng, ang ganda din talaga ng pagkakasulat niya. Pero, I feel na medyo lacking lang siya in terms of dun sa mystery ng pagkamatay ni Hena. Hindi ko alam kung may ideas, may may pa, may plan sila for a part 2, but I hope not. Kasi, honestly, part 2, sequels, prequels, they, they act, oh, well, not prequel, but sequels, they usually ruin for me the first one. So, I hope na walang sequel kasi hindi ko na rin alam kung paano niya dudugtungan doon. But anyway, Um, I just feel na hindi ganun ka satisfied ako sa naging last two episode because hindi nga naman na, na close yung yung mystery sa pagkamatay ni Yena. So if you think about it, although parang ang pinupush dun sa story is that yung guard yung nang pumatay kay Yena kasi bigla siyang lumala and then yung CCTV nasa car galing yung sa car niya, sa dashcam ng car niya. Pero if you think about it, how was it possible na nakapula din siya na jacket, di ba? Parang, was there like a setup na ginawa nila na parang nakamay, nakahilera bang bunch of hoodies doon na kung ano mang suot ni, ni Wujuya, eh ganun yung susuotin niya, pero... I don't know, medyo nang, naging ano siya sa akin, palaisipan and hindi siya natapos and I also think na that's why on the very 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 last part of the last episode, you would see Coach Kim na wearing uh, and parang parang siyang bumalik diba? para siyang nakabalik kasi pinakita pa rin doon na the, the, the bidding for the coordinators na patago was actually still happening and then makikita mo sa dulo si Coach Kim and I think that is because hindi talaga siya makakasuhan ng murder doon even Mr. Joe because if you think about it all the evidences na sinumit ni nung nanay ni Yesuya were just pertaining to Coach Kim um, getting a leak of the exam and using that to train or to um th- parang yun, to train the kids na hinahandle niya. But that's it. That was it, di ba? Parang, there was no admission of na yes, ako nag, nag ano. She was just admitting na she would do anything to put y- Yesuya on top and to have her pass the Seoul National University ex- ano, exam or whatever. But that's it. That, that was just it. And I feel na that could just be something na pwede niyang um, pag-serve ng ilang years lang and then she could be back. And, yun lang. Um, yun lang yung mga loose sa story na hindi ko masyado. Hindi naman sa hindi ko nagustuhan pero parang nanghihinayang ako na it was never, there was never a closure for me. <laughs> Siguro dahil talaga mahilig din ako sa mga mystery. So, pag ganun mga crime scenes or crime mysteries, medyo 
you have to end it well for me. Diba? Hindi ako nakakatulog. Sino ba talagang pumatay kay Yena? Diba? <laughs> But overall, it was really a good drama. Um, I wouldn't say that this would be my number one. And I'm trying to come up with a, an episode wherein I give you my top 10 list of K-dramas. Um, this is definitely going to be in it, but not my top number one, I would say. Um, and again, it ha- definitely has to do with the uh, with the gap with the culture pagdating sa mga sa education system. Kasi, although I have read about it and I have watched documentaries after documentaries and um, TED Talk, parang ganun, It's something that I haven't and I haven't and I don't know anyone that has been So I guess it's not appeal to me as an international K-drama fan because it's system. So even in the Philippines, even in Canada, the whole education system is so different. So that's why I said in the previous episode ko about education that I'm actually torn whether to praise something like this or to condemn a practice like this pero parang that's for a different topic again and yun yun lang ang medyo nagiging issue ko dito sa drama na to kaya medyo talagang naging struggle siya but overall it is a really nice drama and it ended well and It could have been better, I mean, with all the loose ends, but overall, I would say I would grade it as an 8 out of 10, and 10 being the highest. This would definitely fall under an 8 for me. Kasi nga, ang ganda ng mga shots, ang gaganda na ng lugar, and just think about it, napakasimple lang ng mga locations niya, pero ang gaganda ng shots. Ah! Oh my gosh, ang set design, ang cost, well, co- not costume, but outfits. Whew. Anyway, that's it. That's it for me. And if you do like something like this, like a, a, a really deep dive, pang matagalang, pang malakasang uh, review ng mga series, uh, just tweet me at TalksTita of any drama maybe napanood ko na yan maybe we can talk about it again or maybe it's an ongoing K-drama I have no idea which one ang magaganda sa mga current ones okay yung paparating parang gusto kong panoorin yung paparating pa lang na K-drama ni Park Sojun which again is going to talk about um, a struggle ng parang mga mahihirap hindi man mahirap but this guy na parang um, small business Um, owner and then may struggle siya fighting for un- fighting a conglomerate or table, parang ganun so this I guess is again another um, hugot of writers pagdating sa kung gaano ka competitive yung world sa Korea I mean ang world, yung economy and yung yeah, yung economy sa Korea <laughs> anyway Again, so uh, my Twitter is available if you have any suggestions, comments, or if you agree or disagree with whatever I say here. And that's it for me. Good night, kids. I love you, Bruno Mars.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.